Welcome to episode 175 of the Enough Podcast. I am Mike Hurley, and I am joined, as always, by your host and mine, Mr. Patrick Rowan. Hello, Patrick Rowan. Hello, sir. How are you? I am just dandy, Pat. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm trying to sound Canadian as possible so we don't have so many accents going on here. Ah, Canadian, eh? Yeah, sure. (laughs) So who who do we have on today that that is that that beautiful Canadian voice? Uh, we have Mr. James Gowans on, uh, and I've, I've asked him to join us to discuss uh, a little bit of productivity foo uh, with us uh, that he has uh, recently gone through. How are you, James? Great. Thanks. thanks Yay! All right. So we should set this up. Because basically, up. this all came from like a, a post on app.net, which is proof that all you need is to, the right 256 characters to get on the show. Don't do don't say things like that. <laughs> Cuz I'll get everybody flooded. He's posting everybody. like crazy right now. Well, you down, see uh, the, the reason that I say this is because because what Pat does in these situations is he says book that to me. Yeah. And then I say yes Pat and then book it. For yeah. Patrick it's very easy to arrange these in his mind all he says is book that and then a couple of weeks later james shows up <laughs> book it dano yeah that, that's, that's exactly that's, how it happened yes yep that's that's pretty much it yep mm-hmm. I, i'm sorry i don't mean to do that to michael uh, but i i really do i i really enjoy having guests on so we don't have much time to talk to james because he's like in like executive boardrooms and and such putting his feet up on the conference table uh, so uh Michael, can you read that uh, that post so we have some context of what he posted and why I asked him to be on? We can. I'm just bringing up the conversation now as, as we quite literally speak to put into the show notes. <laughs> so right. um, James is, uh, was post on app.net. Oh, by the way, um, for anybody that's interested, um, tomorrow on Command Space, I'm going to be joined by Dalton Caldwell. So. Oh, that's going to be so great. Dalton Caldwell is the founder uh, and lead developer of App.net, correct? Indeed. Indeed he is. So people you know, might find that interesting. So James said, this is two weeks ago, setting up a simple GTD system in plain text files has clarified the places I felt friction in OmniFocus. I wanted a system I could translate into a sensible default on index cards. Sometimes you just need to look at it from a new perspective. And I saw that and I was like, okay, wow, that's interesting because it touches several things that I've discussed or wanted to discuss here. Um, one uh, being the idea of uh, uh, that, that ultimately uh, these tools are not always one size fits all. Um, and, uh, and that also the more, uh, dogmatic the tool is to the task at hand, as it were, uh, the less it will fit most people, except those who subscribe to and work in that dogmatic way. Um, the less flexible they will be to other systems. And one of the beauties of paper and plain text and, you know, one of the reasons why I myself 
treat these things as sensible defaults, and no matter what tools I might go and play around with, I always find myself back to them, is because their lack of features actually make them the most flexible. Um, And so, James, I wanted to ask you, (laughs) was that kind of your thinking and some of your friction with OmniFocus? Was it coming from there? Was it other things? I want to find out you know, why you were using OmniFocus and what you were kind of starting to feel friction with. Uh, There's a couple of things that were, uh, I guess, causing me friction with OmniFocus. Um, Ever since I'd heard of GTD, I kind of was looking for the most ubiquitous capture tool. And um, I I kept getting distracted by, excuse me, uh, every new task app that comes into the App Store or that somebody tweets about or posts about on app.net. And um, every time I would move or try a d- uh, different app, I'd, I'd, get, uh, I'd get more frustrated that it wasn't, uh, maybe I wasn't following the way the app was designed properly. Or, and then uh, I, I settled on OmniFocus and um, I had a pretty elaborate set of, of nested contexts and uh, folders for areas of focus. And, um, I just, I got to the point where it was more of a pain to get stuff into the system or out of the system than mm-hmm. actually getting anything done. <laughs> and as it sometimes happens, uh, you know, you, you spend more time managing the system than you do actually taking action on the things in the system. And not to say that, I mean, there's plenty of people that, you know, OmniFocus is fantastic. If you are a canonical GTD sort of person, um, I mean, the, I mean that is the app to have because it really was uh, it, it built with the idea of being the most pure um, GTD app uh, possible, as it were. Right. Um, so, so, you know, so some of the friction you said was coming from, you know, spending, you know, feeling like you were spending too much time managing the system than you were actually doing the tasks. What was some of the other friction? Just curious. Um, it, mostly I, we're a window shop here at work okay. and, um, it, so I don't have a Mac, uh, so it, I couldn't use, except for on my iPad and on my iPhone, I couldn't use OmniFocus at work, which it wasn't such a huge deal because I could use my iPad kind of as like an OmniFocus dashboard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I kind of just wanted to strip away. I, I didn't want to be, um, I guess, tethered to a an application. Mm-hmm. I was okay. listening to um, uh, Command Space Number 7, I think, with David Sparks. Mm-hmm. And Mike, you asked him, like, what, what would you go? What would you go with if uh, OmniFocus didn't exist? And he kind of said, you know, wow, I don't know what I would do. You know, I, I, I and I, I, I knew that I didn't want that. I didn't want to be tethered to an app that I don't really have any say in its um, development or whether or not it sticks around, gets purchased by Microsoft or or Apple, and changes completely. Uh, so I wanted to. Take something that um, I could create a uh, sensible default from, and mm. uh, when it, I mean, I got the idea for sensible default from you, obviously. <laughs> but 
Uh, when I first heard you say it, I, I that's okay. I, I, I stole it from somebody else, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, when I first heard you say it, I, I, I'm like, oh, okay, there goes Patrick Roan talking about pen and paper again. Um, and it didn't really click with me um, until I started. Um, so I, I, I guess I took everything out of OmniFocus and I kind of put it aside. And um, I started setting up a series of plain text files and folders, uh, stuff that I knew that I could I could. I could set up in a, uh, on four index cards and hmm. uh, I could carry it with me uh, no matter what system I go with. Uh, you know, so I set myself up a uh, uh, Merlin Man hipster PDA with the <laughs> index cards and the fullback clip and the sh- Sharpie as well. And I'm terrible with paper. So, um, uh, but I set it up anyway, you know, just to have it as a, a, a default. Mm. Um, I downloaded uh, or re-downloaded uh, Task Agent. Um, mm. I can't remember the developer of that application, but it's a Dropbox synced um, uh, kind of plain text uh, task management. Mm. Uh, I don't think I've heard of it. Uh, your friend uh, Aaron Makey did the icon for it, which is really, really, really nice. Yeah, and it's which the, means uh, of course he's heard of it. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. a nice icon. Yeah, it's God, super that Aaron Mankey. Yeah, I know. He can He'll be happy you got another mention on your show. Well, um, yeah, but you know, according to him, no one ever talks about me. No one ever talks about me. Yeah, yeah I heard him. <laughs> yeah. um, and right in the middle of, of setting up, you know, kind of just stripping away all the extra stuff, all the stuff that I didn't need, all the areas of focus, um, I, I right in the middle of that, I was listening to um, Mics on Mics, uh, mm-hmm. 37. With uh, okay. David Allen, yeah, um, which yeah, was excellent, and, by the way. Yeah, it was super awesome. And uh, Schechter uh, kept trying to get DA to bite on uh, questions about GTD as a system, and uh, David Allen kind of wasn't having any of it. And um, that's when he said, and I think you quoted it on your last episode there, where GTD isn't really a system; it's a systematic approach. Yes, yes, and and, and that's the thing, right? Is that um, all productivity is a systematic approach, right? Yeah. I mean, all all of these things that we have to, that we have to do in our lives are a systematic approach, and and all GTD is doing is bringing a level of understanding and an attempt uh, to build a framework to which one can build a system around um, that works for them. But when you boil it all down, and I think that that was kind of, you know, part of Schechter's goal was to get him to say what we all know, which is, you know, really it's about Getting the stuff that's in your head out of your head because your head is an untrustworthy servant, (laughs) you know, Um, and and put it in a place, put it into a system, any system, doesn't matter what the system is, just make sure it's one that you trust to look at or respond to. When you need to know, hey, what's the next thing I need to do? Um, 
And in many ways, I think that there's a lot of a lot of ongoing meta chatter about uh, about how somehow um, that somehow all of this stuff is is ultimately. Um, Organic, i.e., that we will just know what the what the next thing we should be doing is, and if we don't know, then maybe we need to reexamine what it is that's important to us, right? Um, True, yeah. What 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 it is that matters, and while certainly I can get behind some of that idea, um, I think that for most people, um, you don't really know that until you get it all down on a piece of paper and can look at the totality of it and make some smart choices about about not only what comes next but why and and so i think whatever you can do to make that to capture that stuff get out of your head as quickly as possible as ubiquitously as possible um and that's one of the reasons why i you know strongly support your move to plain text files and and paper because well you know these are two things that no developer will ever take away from you right <laughs> <laughs> you know you're you're, you're not going to going to have uh you know upgrade to ios 6 and suddenly find that your plain text files aren't working you know it's just not going to happen um uh I mean, you may find that that task app you're using isn't working, but guess what? If it's all plain text based, it doesn't matter. Open up your Dropbox app or, you know, copy it, paste it into notes or what have you. It doesn't doesn't matter. Um, And so – I was going to say that's that's exactly it, right? I mean, that's when kind of the concept of sensible default really landed with me because I I, – like I, I'll tell you right now, I've I've since gone back to OmniFocus, but okay. it wasn't until I took it away from the application level mm. that I I realized like what, what what do I really need to get the work done, and yeah. and what what are the kind of the the what is the bare minimum of, of what i need that's not going to confuse me that's not going to i'm not going to have any friction with and then i you know once i saw it i saw it in you know i saw it in four files yeah i saw it in four index cards yeah and i said i could take this mm-hmm. anywhere i could take this yeah. anywhere this is portable yeah. I, I i could put this right back into into omnifocus yeah. and as long as i don't get bogged down in 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 trying to overcomplicate it i i it'll work in omnifocus it would work in things mm-hmm. it would work on a piece of paper it would work mm-hmm. on a on a napkin mm-hmm. and well just just because i'm you know I, i'm a nerd and endless voyeur when it comes to this stuff what are your four kind of big big areas that you that you have things broken down into well i, I had it um i, I had an, an, an inbox list Okay, and then I had a uh, a, a um, action list, like a to do. Okay, yeah, and then uh, two two uh, projects, and I guess you could say one would be projects and one would be someday maybe. But um, okay. I kind of called it uh, forecast and horizon, where mm. 
one would be this is uh, forecast would be the items that I'm uh, the projects that I am committed to completing in the next two weeks to a month okay. and that horizon being I guess sort of that someday maybe list but it not completely but I just, with a little bit more kind of yes I'm going to need to do this just not within exa- that time frame it, exactly I, I just can't I, I, I can't get my head wrapped around Sunday someday maybe listed especially when they're uh, on, on a list also that that contains things that I am committed to do that just have a mm. time frame interesting associated okay. with so I, I just needed to have those things completely separate. I I can put a text file somewhere else in some other folder that says, "Hey, I'd like to learn Japanese one day." But mm-hmm. um, it and that, that's what I realized when I kind of looked at it. I'm like, oh, I can I can do this in OmniFocus super easy," mm-hmm. and that's what I've got. I got a system I do. It would take me ten minutes or less to set up in any application. All right. Well, I mean, you know. I- uh, I I think that's that's great, and it, it's interesting that your someday maybe uh, take uh, kind of touched on one of mine and something I've written about before. Um, and I'll put that a link to that in the show notes. Basically, about getting real with your list and really taking a hard look and being honest with yourself about what you really want to do, um, and and that the, this it shouldn't be things. You know that your someday maybe list is not a kind of pie in the sky sort of. You know, someday I'd like to climb the Eiffel Tower uh, up the side uh, with uh, nothing but my bare hands. You know, but am I actually going to do that? You know, is that something that I am reviewing regularly and figuring out? Okay, how? What's the next step there? How do I put that into action? Because if what's the due date that, on that? What's the due date? All right, exactly. Because <laughs> if because if you're not and if it's just one of those things that you would like to do, kind of maybe if the opportunity ever presented itself, but you know that in all likelihood it won't, get that off your list. Don't even think about that. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And it's not, unless you're serious about making it happen, nothing, it shouldn't be on there. So, yeah. Well, James, I really appreciate you coming on and just uh, talking for a little bit about, uh, about this with us. Um, because uh, I was very curious as to, kind of, uh, you know, where you're at and why and what motivates you to go there because I do think this is one of those things that I still see people struggling with all the time. Uh, uh, and and really, it doesn't have to be, you know, the, the struggle complicating things, and it doesn't have to be that complicated. It really doesn't. And In fact, um, the simpler you make this, the better and the quicker you can get to actually doing those things that you want to do. So... Um, yeah, and oh, thanks for turning me on too to that uh, task agent app that I had no idea. <laughs> Isn't that a nice icon? Yeah, yeah, this is a beautiful icon, and it looks like a great app. I'd never even heard of it because you know, here's the deal: there's so many of these ta- task apps now. Task apps now. <clears throat> yeah, Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> that uh, I'm, I'm just, I just, I see another one. I'm just like, oh gosh. It's the same thing with notes apps. It's just like, no, can't, can't even just look. Can't even think about that because there's just too many. So, all right. Well, thanks a lot for being on, James. I believe. Thanks we, a lot for having me on, guys. I, I love your show, and uh, I'm super happy to be on it. All right, terrific. Now get your feet off the 
conference room table before someone catches you, fires you. Yeah, the president's standing outside the door. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks, James. Thanks, guys. So, should we uh, talk, my friend, about uh, our first sponsor? I think we should, and then we'll we'll carry on with the with the rest of the episode, as they say in the business. Um, our first sponsor today is Igloo Software. Um, Igloo is an internet you actually like. You can give updates, have discussions, and share files of your team all in one place. So, with Igloo, you can create basically the way that they they explain it is an internet for your company your your team your for like some projects that sort of stuff but it's really very flexible so i'll tell you some of the features that they have and then you know you can dream up how you can implement it into your company um so you can use something that you could call their activity stream so you can see everybody um who's part of your little community you can see what files they're creating and what they're sharing of each other or all other clients it all shows up in the activity stream you can see any updates that they post you can collaborate on documents and you can view all of the comments about that document in line so you don't have to play email tennis with other people you know you can see all of the comments that are being made you can also revert to previous versions of a document like like time machine you know so if somebody's um, screwed something up you can go back to an older version that's all saved everything you upload um, SSL is available and it's secure inside or outside of firewalls um, hmm. you can make for ex- you can make a corporate intranet as I say for your team and you can also make a customer community for your clients so they can view information as well but you can keep them um, separate so you can keep all your private information um, and all of the, cu- the clients information away from teams that don't need to see it Still um, maintaining and retaining only one interface, though. You don't need to, to, to set up different communities, which is really cool. So there's good privacy controls. Um, Igloo also have a new version, the version Q, just around the corner, which is being pushed out to their customers within the next week or two, which includes some features like um, a new people search with app mentions throughout the entire platform. Um, you can post content via email, so it allowed some of your old guards in your company to get on board by connecting your Igloo intranet with the tools that they're already familiar with. You can view um, activity streams in RSS, and there's many, many more um, new features which you can find on Igloo's website on their tour page. Um, all of these fancy features are available for a very affordable price. Prices start at just $99 a month uh, for a team of up to 25 people, which is really, really great for the power that they're giving you. Go to igloosoftware.com forward slash 70 decibels where you can sign up for a free 30-day trial, no commitment or credit card required. And I would like to thank Igloo for their support of Enough and 70 decibels. Yeah, see, this is... uh, uh Another one of those cases where, uh, uh, you know, Mike is the producer of the show and he's the nuts and bolts and he runs the entire operation. I pretty much just show up. Um, and so, uh, and so a lot of times I don't, uh, you know, I don't get to see, you know, our sponsor. You know, I, I know who it is, but I, I don't really get a chance to kind of look and research and say, oh, okay, that's cool. And da, da, da. And here's one that's like, I immediately, like, one of my clients needs this, like, today. <laughs> like, well, you can sign like, up for a 30-day free trial, Pat, at um, software.com forward slash 70 decibels. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm going to send, as soon as we get off, I'm going to send it to her and say, here's you go, here you go. Because it's that, that internal kind of thing and then having this external uh, kind of uh, portal for, for clients and, and being able to do stuff. That, uh, yeah, sold, done. Um, so thank you, Michael. No problem. Thank you. Uh, so what so, do you want to talk about? What's, what's well, next on the list today? Well, uh, so 
further on the kind of productivity discussion. Um, so I, I wrote a guest post for uh, Michael uh, Schechter's uh, site. Since he keeps coming up in conversation, we might as well just keep talking about him. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not up yet. Uh, he tells me he'll be up at some point this week. Um, That's bettermess.com. Bettermess.com. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, but uh, And I wrote it about a you know, week ago or so. Um, but today, uh, C.J. Chilvers, of, uh, um, a lesser photographer, uh, wrote a piece along a similar theme. And that theme is this. And that is, what price are we paying for productivity? The way that I laid it out was this, and that is, uh, you know, I want everyone to take out a piece of paper at the beginning of their day and write out everything they have to do. Even the most mundane things like make coffee or bring the kids to school or get dressed for work. Put it all down on a piece of paper. Write it all out. Every single thing you have to do. And then I want you to eliminate 20% of it. (laughs) Uh, Because I can guarantee you that there are at least that many things that are things that we would like to do or that we think we should do or that... um, That we have on there because putting other things on our to-do list doesn't necessarily look like work to us or feel like work or we're afraid of, you know, people thinking that we're kind of goofing off as opposed to quote-unquote working because it doesn't look like work to them. But in fact, it may be very beneficial to our work, things like taking a nap. You know, naps are actually proven to improve productivity. Go figure. Um, there's studies showing that we as as a human race are not in the Western world are not getting nearly enough sleep. Like not even close to what we should be getting. Um, that we're working too much that we have too much to do, that we're always working, that we are um, spending way too much time in front of uh, glowing rectangles (laughs) Um, and not spending enough time with our families, you know, skipping family meals or during family meals, you know, having this, you know, smartphone off to the side that we're constantly checking, you know, just for a second. Um, And... uh, we're we're choosing to be busy when in fact we really don't have to and we could probably all get rid of about 20% of it and 20% of a 24-hour day is 4.8 hours and if we can knock off 20% off of of things we have to do that's 4.8 hours that we can actually do the things that we really, really, really should be doing. 
like sleeping, <laughs> like spending more time with our families, like taking a walk, <laughs> like uh, exercise, um, you know, go outside and play. Just play, just for the sake of it, just play. Because all of these things matter. And if we are not feeding, taking the time to put on that list these things that feed our hearts and souls and instead just have on this on that list drudgery and things that suck them dry, then, you know, what's the point? Life is way too short. And uh, time is irreplaceable. And so how we spend it really, really, really matters. And so, you know, I think about this for myself, especially because as a writer, a lot of the things that I might do don't necessarily look like work to a lot of people. When, in fact... In order to write kind of, you know, the, the step before step one of writing and step one of writing is sitting your butt in a chair and doing it. But uh, the, the, the many steps before that is actually living a life. Because if you don't have anything to write about, you're probably not living a life worth writing about. And so you need to live a life worth writing about. And living a life worth writing about means going outside and taking a walk and observing things and sitting in a cafe by yourself and just staring at people. Just people watch for a while. And it comes from conversations that you might have with your wife and your children and your friends and your family and your you know and acquaintances on the street it might come from random connections and meetings that you um, that happen when you're out and about you know maybe you go to the to the bread store and you run into your neighbor who tells you a fascinating story about uh, a trip that they just got back from guess what these are all things that drive my work there is integral to the work as the work itself. They are all part of the work. So, that's my thoughts. Michael? Um, when you mentioned this to me beforehand, I thought we were going to take a different um, tact on it, really. And I was just going to say about how it's a, it can be a good thing... <laughs> Like to to so what I was going to say was because I thought you know you, you sort of mentioned to me and you have mentioned how when you're reading you're working mm -hmm. you know um, but the way that I was thinking of that um, was in the idea of of why it can be nice to work on something that you love because you love reading um, mm -hmm. so even when you're doing something that's enjoyable like reading you're working. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, like, I listen to lots of podcasts. I love podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, and where I listen to them for enjoyment, um, I am also working um, when I'm listening to them. Mm -hmm. So, for example, when I listen to a 5 by 5 show, um, I'm 
or a Twitch show, of course. Um, I'm listening to how Dan and how Leo are presenting, and I'm listening to the things that they do and the things that they say and trying to pick up on tips. Um, like, for example, when um, our next sponsor, Squarespace, um, when I hear a Squarespace ad on another show on another network, I listen to how they're done and hear if there's ways that I can improve our advertisements. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And 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 oftentimes you probably have like, you know, uh, Sammy or other people saying, oh, why do you listen to podcasts all the time? You're just goofing around. And uh, You probably don't have Sammy saying no, that. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like to a casual observer, it would look like you're just sitting there listening to your iPod, right? <laughs> you know, like, you know, or your iPhone. You're not like, you know, getting things done as it were. And the fact is you very much are. I'm always getting things done. Right. Uh, so my my wife, um, my wife is a nonprofit business consultant um, for small nonprofits, but many of her small nonprofits that she consults with are theater companies. And she's actually been in, um, you know, she's been working in theater management for years and years and years and is fairly well known in the theater community in the Twin Cities from the theater management perspective. And by fairly, fairly well-known, I mean she's probably the most in-demand uh, um, person uh, in town. Um, uh, and so we oftentimes will go to a play or go to some other sort of event or show or art opening or this or that or the other thing. And that may look like fun and it is fun and it may look like oh we're just you know going for entertainment and no 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 it's work for her like you're, you're going for entertainment well i'm i'm going along as her, as her arm candy but for instance um, that goes without saying yeah <laughs> i mean she just uh we just got tickets for a uh, uh for an upcoming show um here in the twin cities guess what you know that's that's work for her. That's part of her work. And those tickets are, you know, purchased by her business, you know, to go and to um, do the showing up and the networking and have the discussions and make the connections um, that are integral to her getting her work done. Um, it is not unusual for, um, for us to go to say some art opening, um, or some play and for her to run into this person who introduces her to this other person that needs her to, you know, for some work and boom, there, she's got a whole new, whole new client out of, out of the deal. Um, and so, yeah, similar sort of thing where, you know, even the things that look like fun are, in fact, oftentimes work or things that need to get done. That said, there's a client event tonight because it is the elections uh, here in the U.S. today. And one of her clients is a labor union, a very large labor labor union. And they have a election hospitality suite uh, going on uh, tonight. And while it would be very good for her to kind of go to the election party, you know, to see the results and things like that. Um, it's actually, we've had a few nights of 
uh, being out and about uh, this week, and quite frankly, it's more important to spend it at home with each other, and more importantly, Duchess Beatrix of Hecvalad, our royal daughter. Um, and so, you know, it's all about choices. And the choices we make with the time that we have matter. And, you know, it's the, you know, all work, no play makes Jack a very dull boy kind of idea. But more than that, all work and no play kills us slowly but surely. Kills us in ways that only we can do. And the only way to save ourselves from that certain death of our souls is to make the choices that make them come alive again. And that's what I have to say about that. Well, there you go. Do you have any... Should I talk about Squarespace now? I think we should talk about Squarespace. So everybody knows Squarespace by now. Squarespace are the site that give you absolutely everything you need to create an amazing website, blog, portfolio, um, your home, online. Squarespace provides you with the tools you need. It's a fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining that beautiful site. And they are beautiful because of the templates that they give you. So with Squarespace, you get the ability to create a website with one of the beautiful templates that they provide in version 6. And in these templates, not only are they designed very, very nice, and they have responsive web design. So no matter what device you look at, so if you're looking at um, a, a Squarespace 6 site on your on your MacBook Air, or if you're looking on your iPad Mini, or indeed your iPhone, the site scales and all the content moves around, and all of your design, your design choices are maintained as well as they can be to best format and fit themselves onto that device. So you don't get like a um, a, a mobile view that is stripped of all of the lovely fonts and things that you've you've created. They do their best to resize everything and if you want to see an example of this go to mikehurley.net and you will see how it changes on it on each different device because i use one of the squarespace 6 templates there and um, that's ev- great thank you everything in squarespace is drag and drop which makes it even easier and fun to use so their layout engine which is the system that they use for you to build pages you just drag in blocks of content such as photos videos text social media content and loads more um, and then you just can if you want to reorder the way that they look on the page you just drag and drop them around if you like stats, you'll love their real-time at- analytics, and they have iOS and Android apps, so you can manage and post on the go. You can even import your current blog and easily set up sharing and syncing with your social media accounts. Um, there's no credit card required to try out Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels, and you can start your free trial. Squarespace is $10 a month for the standard plan and $20 a month for the unlimited plan. You get 20% off if you sign up upfront for a year and you'll get 25% off if you sign up upfront for two years. And if you enter the offer code 70 decibels 11, as we are now in the month of November, you will get an additional 10% off your first purchase. I want to thank Squarespace, one, for their support, and two, for doing everything that they did during Hurricane Sandy to keep the service up and running. Um, my hat is off to Squarespace and the fantastic work that they've done um, for being not only a supporter of us, but for being a great pillar of the internet. So thank you very much to Squarespace. Yeah. So, you you know, when I said that I just ignore even notes apps, all these notes apps that come out? Yes. I completely lied. Squarespace notes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't ignore that one. 
<laughs> cool, right? I didn't ignore that one at all. I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, uh, this is a new direction for them. And I know, th- look, this is not part of the sponsorship. I'm just mentioning it because it's a really well done notes app in the spirit of other notes apps that are out there, but it's clean and such. But the one reason I wanted to mention it in regards to. Um, in regards to the sponsorship is that the one neat thing about the notes, the Squarespace notes app is that amongst the ability to synchronize with, you know, Dropbox and email notes and things like that, you could also use it to draft, uh, draft ideas for your, for your Squarespace based blog or site. You know, you can, and it's completely clean interface. And with like a swipe, you can send it off to uh, to your Squarespace site and create a whole new draft post, ready for you to edit and go. Uh, it's just, it's really slick, and I think it deserved to mention. And that's all. Cool. So, um, so, Pat, have you got anything else you want to talk about at all today? No, no, no? I, I, I think. I think we covered it. We had an entire show. So, like, the past couple of shows have been, like, all about technology. That We've had a show all about productivity. We're returning back to our roots. We are. So, um, Pat, what's the best way for people to contact you? Uh, these days? Um, I, I don't know. Message in a bottle? Um, uh, flying airplane? You could write it on a flying airplane and... But uh, if you don't have any of those or the strength to throw that far, um, I suppose app.networks. Um, I'm Patrick Rohn, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E. Um, also, gladly accept email at patrick at patrickrohn.com, uh, just like it sounds. Um, and, uh, you know, those are probably the two best ways. What about you, Michael? What if they've got comments about the show or things they want to see, things they want to hear us talk about? They can do that in a couple of ways. You can go to 70decibels.com forward slash contact, fill out the contact form. You can reach me personally on Twitter. I'm imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you very much for listening to episode 175 of, of Enough. I am Mike and he is Pat. And we'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers.